0: Hi, I'm James Kahn. I wrote the novels of Return of the Jedi, Poltergeist, Indiana Jones, and the Temple of Doom. Hey, I'm UFC Charlotte Rana Marcos. Hey, it's Tyler from Theory of a Dead Man. Hey, I'm Kim Coates. Hi, this is Scott Coker, President of Bellator. Hey, guys. I'm Canadian
1: Olympian Lawrence Bethelman. Hey, guys. This is Mia Kang, Sports Illustrated, swimsuit model, and white-side fighter. Hey,
2: everybody. What's happening? This is Zach Weil from Black Label Society. Hey, everybody. This is Devin Townsend, and you're listening to the Toddcast Podcast. Enjoy.
3: And what a week you're in for. One of our three guests on this podcast is sports elite, both as a pro player and as a league commissioner. And now he's moved on to the NHL. He's a CBO. As a Canadian, you're almost expected to watch hockey. Religiously. And why not? It's our official sport. And so is lacrosse. Leaving NLL commissioner Nick Sakavich is a guest this week. He's moved on after six years on the job. He's now, as mentioned, a chief business officer for the Arizona Coyotes.
4: Yeah, well, it was—it was no, it was announced a couple weeks ago. I was joining the Arizona Coyotes, and I'm sitting in the Coyotes' offices right now as the chief business officer. And we're looking to revitalize the Coyotes brand and build a new arena here in Phoenix. And. That's why I came here.
3: Nick helped grow the NLL exponentially over the last six years. He just stepped down last month, pursuing other interests. He'll stick around to the end of June, help out the league. Obviously now we know he's a CBO in the NHL. Joining Nick is acting elite from Broadway to the biggest shows on television. You know him from The Walking Dead, The Wire, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's in Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. Chad L. Coleman is a guest this week too
0: yeah Seth is a great collaborator uh Seth is a, he's not always on he's uh' there's a lot on his shoulder yeah and there's yeah. a lot on his shoulders and uh he carries it well
3: I mean yeah it was it was pretty cool to talk to someone that you know so well from all the cool shows that you've seen them in uh, this week's musical guest is also among the elite in fact he's one of the hardest working musicians that I know that I can think of you'll hear him in just a minute i would say we're roughly maybe 15 minutes away from Stop Me If You've Heard This Before. This week, retired NHL goaltender Captain Kirk McLean talking about facing off against the best of the best. Lemieux, Hull, Sackick, Forsberg, a very cool perspective. That is powered by our buddies at Puff. Get 20% off regularly priced cannabis accessories and apparel. Use the code TODDCAST in-store, online at puff.ca. If you need anything Puff-related, use that code. Let's keep it around for a bit. Puff, Puff, pass it on to your 420-friendly friends. Again, Toddcast at puff.ca and in-store. First, let's get to the first of three guests, as mentioned. uh, Age of Electric, Tuke, Minefield Frontman. He's the bassist for Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators Todd Kearns this week's musical guest it's brought to you by pineapple sound a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013 they welcome podcasts as well of course bands but uh, voiceover actors and pretty much whatever you can do in a recording studio check them out through PineappleSound.com. and oh did you know that they rent the studio out as well. Ask Dave about that if you're interested. Now, this is the fifth time on the podcast for Todd Kearns. We go back. I mean, I originally met Todd, I think it was like 95, 96. And I was the, the board operator, the, the board op for 99.3 The Fox. This is when I was taking BCIT's radio course. And I got the part time job at The Fox, had blinders on, really, to become a DJ at C Fox. And, and, you know, back then in the, in the mid 90s, radio was just different bands would stop by for a hang songs were kind of picked for your playlist using the gut not the charts i mean does it work for the station essentially right great if it does play the song there was more heart then and anyway one night i'm up in for jeff o'neill who was doing evenings at the time he's currently their morning show host and todd kern stopped by uh, the studio for a hang and you know, at the time, uh, Todd and the rest of the band in, in Age of Electric were crushing Vancouver's scene. The Kern Brothers, the Dahl Brothers, just a deadly band. Perhaps they had an advantage over other bands, being that they were a group of brothers.
2: Well, I would imagine you probably, you know, you you get right past the idea of looking for people to play with. I mean... <laughs> yes, yeah. you've been
5: playing with them since six <laughs> years yeah. Yeah. old, quite
2: yeah. quite trying to put a band together, you've at least got one other person to kind of do that with. Um, It is funny because people always ask me that, like, you know, some young kid, what do I, what should I do to try and find some people to play with? And I always go, oh, I never really think about that because it just sort of happens so organically. But yeah, I think that, you know, uh, there would be something to be said about like, you know, certain sibling relationships, like the young brothers, Malcolm and Angus seem to be really symbiotic and like really have a thing, you know. Then you had the Oasis Brothers and the Kinks and guys like that who couldn't stand each other, the Black Rose, you know, right. and um, which is also part of their dynamic, you know, what I mean, but um, I don't know, it's 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 certainly there's some magic there. And there's probably a lot of unspoken stuff. You don't really need to get into a lot of like, you know, even with music, it happens with musicians, too, where you just get to a point where you don't really have to kind of go into detail about what you're talking about. You just kind of you just know because you've been together all these years.
3: I'd hilariously told Todd that I'd I'd be quick with him this time around maybe like 15 20 minutes kind of thing I think we got to 55 minutes could have easily gone a couple of hours you can hear it now at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. You can see the full talk as well at our YouTube channel. You can find everything at at Toddcast podcast. I'd mentioned to Todd that the the last time that he was a guest was back in July 2019. This is of course pre-COVID, which got us talking about the pandemic and, you know, since Todd lives in Las Vegas, he talked about how eerie it was to be in the city that never closes down but was closed down.
2: It was very strange. And I mean, to be in Vegas, the place that seriously never closes was surreal, you know, to to like, I was doing this show in Vegas with some friends of mine. Uh, they have this show called Raiding the Rock Vault. And it's like Howard Lease from Heart and Hugh McDonald from Bon Jovi and all these like, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame types and, and sort of a super group type idea. And they would do a show five nights a week. So I kind of went down as kind of like a fill-in guy and ended up being kind of part of the thing for a while. And it was really fun. And, you know, we would do it at like the, at the hard rock. And then it moved over to the Rio, you know, and you know, when they sort of kind of gave us the, so here's the thing, this, this coronavirus you've been hearing about is officially shutting this thing down for Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that they might've put it to me like, it's going to shut down for a couple of weeks, see how it goes, you know? Right. And then it was like, I remember like the, I remember like, okay, whatever. So we did that, that, that night. And the next night it was shut down. So I drove over to the uh, Rio to just grab a couple of things that I'd left for the show, I don't know, a jacket or something. And the whole sign had been removed. Like the, you know, kind of like <laughs> the, you know, where they would have like Penn and Teller or, or whatever. Like the marquee, yeah. Like the marquee was just sort of stripped out, and I was like, "Which I suppose they probably do if there's a new actorism, but I'd never seen it like that, and it felt downright apocalyptic." You know what I mean? Like, and then you know it went from being, "Yeah, we're going to take a couple weeks off," to being uh, a few months off, to literally, as you know, a year or whatever it was. So, my, my wife and I would, you know, like I said, for a couple weeks, it was just that weird feeling of like, well. You know, when the Netflix thing comes up and goes, are you still watching? And you're like, I still, (laughs) yes, I am. (laughs) Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: And it is really crazy when you think about it. The pandemic closing down the world for a good couple of years. And what are the chances of you being alive? Like living on the planet as it goes down? What are the chances? Of course, the silver lining of the pandemic is the downtime and the creative outbursts from that. So many bands have made new music, new albums. Of course, Todd plays bass in Slash's band, as mentioned, an entirely masterful band when you look at it. I mean, I wish you could put into words how incredible their chemistry is. Miles Kennedy singing, of course, Slash and Fitz, Brent Fitz is drumming, a phenomenal live band, which you can hear on the newly released album, Four.
2: Well, it was different for a number of reasons because we made it in Nashville, which was already unusual in a sense you know i mean like we kind of um we took every precaution as far as like let's get on a bus we'll, we'll we'll just kind of like make sure everybody's negative you know get on a bus go out to to nashville we stayed in a huge you know kind of ranch style massive place and then um we'll just be like in the studio and back there at the place at the studio back there at the place food will get ordered in you know we'll do we'll reduce our chances of getting sick as much as possible. Long story short, like, you know, I think the sixth day of recording, Miles Kennedy was positive. So so it was very surreal to... I mean, the other side of it, what makes it so different, I probably should get into, is the fact that we tried to record it as live as possible. And so in reality, this record is, is very much a live record. There's no click track on it. There's no auto-tuning, no sort of there really not any overdubs. I mean we did end up doing some overdubs, and we had to overdub um a little bit of uh, some some harmony vocals and I think Miles might have had to do a lead vocal because he had coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. But he largely sang with us while we were recording and 5 days in we had done um you know a couple songs a day that was the record we we wanted to make it a short record slash so i've been talking about doing a short record for you know world on fire was 17 songs in 2014 or whatever we released that record yeah and uh, you know basically it was a double record almost you know um so he's always been talking about like you know like when you think of the old van halen 2 or something like that those are short records you know you're like sometimes eight songs you know mm-hmm. you're wondering how there's not a dud in the bunch it's just like it's just like boom goes by in 40 to 45 minutes but uh so we recorded 10 songs and then um you know we 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 did everything all the drums all the bass all the guitars all the and and a good lion's share of the vocals were done and then all of a sudden miles was sick and then i got sick and fitz and i went down the same day and we just sort of had to hang around we literally hung around that that place for a couple of weeks. I think we had to back in those days, a lockdown was, you know, or, a you know, quarantine was two weeks. So we just sort of sat there watching Are you still watching? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still watching this, you know? <laughs> so, so it was, it was refreshing to be kind of finally in the studio doing something. Cause up to that point, we had all been, you know, for all intents and purposes in lockdown had been, you know, with our families and our wives just kind of like locked in the house. So, We had we had the opportunity to go and do this was was pretty exciting, and then to kind of like go, oh, you know, that's that's how this is (laughs) going to go. So we just kind of had a chill, and then we you know we finished it up. Uh, Actually, Miles and I did a lot some recording of the the vocals at the house Mm. that we were staying at. We were actually like you know we had to do some harmonies on a couple things, so we just set up a. A Pro Tools unit there and just sort of recorded the vocals right there and, and then. And then that was it. It was like we really were only in Nashville about three weeks. So to make a record in three weeks, when you consider, I don't know, hysteria or Chinese democracy for that matter, some records <laughs> can go on and on. <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: and Todd Kearns is one of those artists that has had an enviable career. I mean, and one that he says the best is yet to come, which is nuts when you consider what he's done. Slash, Age of Electric, static and stereo. He was in Go Time, Faster Pussycat, of course, The Sin City Sinners, Took, Minefield. He plays the Kiss Cruise as part of Bruce Kulik's band. He has his own podcast on his YouTube channel. He has his own clothing line, Damn it, Wear, Anti-Star Designs. And deservedly, he has a star on BC's Entertainment Walk of Fame. Well,
2: half the time, I, yeah, that that kind of stuff, you feel really fraudulent about it half the time. You're kind of like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, you, know, <laughs> you kind of feel like, well, I, uh, you know, you, you feel very appreciative of it, but there's sometimes you just kind of go, Oh man, I, I don't know if, you know, that, that is a really surreal thing to me. I mean, honestly, to this day, a friend of mine, uh, the band dragon force just played the Commodore and my friend goes, yeah, we played the Commodore. I go, dude, my star's just down the street. <laughs> and, I go, and he goes, what? And I, I was like, it's just a weird thing to kind of just bring up, but it is right. Yeah. And I'm by the Roxy, you know, um, I don't know, actually. I, I think, in a lot of ways, I think when it comes to Vancouver, I think things like agent Electric and all that kind of stuff. I think they kind of they treated it all as a sort of, you know, my whole career, I suppose, and everything that I'm I've, I've been doing that sort of somehow warrants me being next to Brian Adams or Colin James or Sarah McLaughlin or whoever else. It's mm-hmm. um, uh, it's greatly appreciated, but um, you know, it's super surreal. But uh, you know, I think that you know my heart still always belongs in Vancouver. Every time I go back, that is, you know, as much as growing up in Saskatchewan, all those major years of my life were spent in Vancouver. Um, you know, to the point now where I'm, I'm sure you're not unlike me. with My kids and I go, this used to be that. And that used to be this, this was never here. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm that guy now, you know, it's like, um, so it, it feels, it feels amazing. But um, I know that, and I keep saying this to my wife and I think it's one of those interesting things that I kind of feel like I have the audacity to keep thinking like that. I think, I don't think the big thing has really happened yet. It's a weird thing to say at this point in my life, but I still feel like there's still more to do. I think that's important. You know what I mean? I think it's important to feel that way because after a while I just kind of imagine, you know, you know, just going through the motions of it all, but like, and not really having much to say. So in a lot of ways, during the during the 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 lockdown it sort of had me writing a lot and and working a lot with other people and it kind of really opened up another part of my brain of like you know what the whole reason we do this is to make music and to slash his credit too he's sort of like he very easily could just be like phoning it in and playing guitar and being like whatever but he's very driven to make new music and to to do new things and break new ground Mm -hmm. he really has no reason to you know but he does it all the time i think that's the true sign of being in artist. Musical guests
6: of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com Casoda powers the Toddcast podcast, sugar and sweetener free with just 100 calories and zero carbs per serving. Visit them online at nudebeverages.com. And now stop me. If you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast,
3: if you follow NHL hockey, specifically the Vancouver Canucks, you'll know and love captain Kirk McLean growing up in BC hockey is part of life. And thinking back to the glorious years, the 94 Stanley Cup run, there was a time in my life where I literally never missed a game. I was 20, 21 years old, had a crappy little two-bedroom apartment in the Okanagan, overlooking Okanagan Lake and the bluffs of Naramata. In those days, hockey was a religion. Pizza, beer, maybe twist something up. My all-time favorite player was and is number one, Kirk McLean. So to have him hanging out in studio for a podcast visit was pretty cool. Talking about his stand-up style of play and the team that was around him at the time with Linden and Bure, Courtnell and Adams, Ronning, Momesso, Lume. Honestly, it took a, a lot for me not to fanboy this guy. And Of course, we talked about the save of 94 and how he got a standing ovation in Montreal while playing for the Canucks. We talked Star Wars, what he did for his 50th birthday party. Vancouver's music scene came up, how he once owned a restaurant, family. So did the shows that he was binge watching at the time. And stop me, if you've heard this before, Kirk talked about Jager, Lemieux, Hull, and all the other tough guys that he played against.
0: Jager, for sure. (laughs) Jager. I just could not get a... He's such, such a uh, big guy, long reach, like Mario. Mm -hmm. So you didn't know if he was going to be passing, shooting or deking or whatever.
3: That's strong too. Strong.
0: My gosh, yeah. And, and quick releases, you know? And, uh, so those two, uh, Brett Hall, I mean, always seemed to have a little bit of trouble with him. He Just found a way to get open and bang, it's in the net. Um, Stevie Eiserman was a tough one. Joe Sackick. I mean, these guys. Uh, we're very good at disguising mm-hmm. their shots. Forsberg Forsberg. another guy that uh, you didn't know what he was big strong like Jagger right and, and uh, could find his way to the net and then you know just great hands when they get in tight as well.
6: Stop me if you've heard this before. on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by PUP, purveyors of quality cannabis accessories since 1995. Use promo code TODCAST and get 20% off regularly priced accessories and apparel in store and online at puff.ca. I just want to be
5: your number one. Happy ever after, every revolution round the sun should be full of joy and laughter. I just wanna smile upon your face when we wake up in the morning as you navigate through time and space. I wanna save a moment, I don't never wanna stop believing in a better brighter of future. Focus on the things that don't redeem me. Having love is a renewal Baby, I just want to make the best Of every situation Yeah, yeah, yeah All of Alone, Maybe even start a family, gonna take a fortune just to own And the grind is so demanding, probably gonna have to leave Van City and get us out from under. It's a away to get way too unforgiving. And it's losing all this wonder. I don't ever wanna stop believing in a better, brighter future. Focus on the things that are redeeming. The love is a newer. Maybe I just wanna make the best of every situation. All yeah. hey, hey, hey. love's a fire. Hey, hey, hey. It's burning.
3: My favorite Vancouver artists of, the, I don't know, let's say last decade. His name is Alex Marr and a new song for the podcast, it's called Loves of Fire. I don't know that it's super new to him though. I think the album came out in early 2020, it's kind of a, a pre-pandemic thing. Now, he's just about to jump on the road uh, playing a few shows in BC. You can check him out April 8th at Gilton Company in Vancouver, April 14th in Burnaby april 17th in chilliwack there's a couple whistler shows as well he's a brilliant performer he's done a a cheap thrills a podcast cheap thrills with us i guess a few years back now where i host from stage there's the q a the acoustic performance you get to ask questions as well in the audience honestly thought i'd i'd have those types of shows rolling again by now but uh not yet but we'll hopefully have them up maybe by the end of summer right before summer who knows in the next little i'm Feelers are out, let's let's say that. Played you mindfield, and that was their song called Alone Together, of course, fronted by this week's musical guest, Todd Kearns. Great song for those guys. I wonder if that project will ever tour and get around to the fans. I dig that. Hope you did as well. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes, in listen to this, Indie Week founder, Daryl hers talking about the first bands that really grabbed his attention. Cheap Trick and... Anyway, I don't want to get into it. I'll spoil it for you. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, RV Service and Repairs, ICBC accredited. You can find them on Facebook and on Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. Just a rock of a sponsor. They've been with us, I think, into their sixth year now. So big love to Tamara for their unwavering support, like quite literally have helped us continue to crank out this podcast. First, let's get to the second of three podcast guests this week is our sporting guest, Nick Sakavich, former NLL commissioner and the current chief business officer for the Arizona Coyotes. That is powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best Quality products and services for you and your truck. Tulis and tonneau covers, rooftop tents, camping chairs, step bars, floor liners. Expect high quality aftermarket vehicle accessories. Say hi to them for the podcast when you go out that way, or check them out online at facebook.com slash Chilliwack Caput. as mentioned Nick recently stepped down as commissioner of the NLL he did that for six years he's moved on to be the CBO of the Arizona Coyotes in the NHL he has a ton of managerial experience in pro sports but he also was a pro soccer player as a goalkeeper
4: yeah um I played for almost seven years as a professional player. Um, Signed my first contract in France as a young 21-year-old and then played um, a season there and then went to Portugal and played a season there, came back to the U.S. I played one season of indoors in New York. Um, And then I finished my career in Tampa for the Tampa Bay Rowdies in 1990. So I I guess it was probably eight years maybe I played on and off in the 80s soccer was a tough sport to make a living at so we didn't play for the money we played for the love of the game and Mm -hmm. um, then I retired at a young pretty young age uh, 29 years old for a soccer goalkeeper is young and then the opportunity to join major league soccer came along a few years years later and I joined the league Um, as part of a very small group of executives to start Major League Soccer.
3: That's amazing. (laughs) So there's a few guys like, hey, we should probably start a league up.
4: Yeah, well, it wasn't just a few guys. It was Robert Kraft and Phil Anschutz and John Kluge and Stu Sabotnik and some Lamar Hunt, the late Lamar Hunt in Kansas City. So they weren't just a few average guys. They were above average and in every way on and off the field. And right. then the group that put together with Alan Rothenberg as the founder of the league and Randy Bernstein and Kathy Carter and Ivan Gazidis and Sunil Gulati and myself was part of that group. We had some terrific other people that joined us and we launched the league in 96 as our first season. So wow. not even Being a soccer league in North America, that's for sure.
3: (laughs) I think the full talk with Nick Sakavich is just over 20 minutes long. You can hear it, you can see it. We did it on Zoom on our social media platforms, all under at Toddcast, Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. We went deep into his career in pro sports and we went into other areas as well, like 80s music. He talked about Queen the stones santana how covid took a toll on everyone we talked about family and how he likes to watch ufc fights with his kids
4: yeah my sons and i we we love mma we love ufc fights and yeah we're into that any chance we are together and there's a fight on we're watching it together yeah yeah that's great i love i love fight who who's your favorites yeah you favorites oh favorites um they're, I just enjoy like the big matchups so I, I guess Connor McGregor is kind of my favorite i I have a European culture and a background and I, I kind of get him a little bit from a European standpoint but uh, did you see yeah, that yeah, I just that like he had with Poirier and he broke his leg No I didn't see that one.
3: We really did cover a lot of ground at that time with Nick talking about his first concert, seeing Ted Nugent, how he beat leukemia. We talked about worse jobs. And of course, knowing that Nick helped start the MLS. No kidding. He had a hand in launching major league soccer here in North America. He did six years as a commissioner of the NLL helped expand the league, of course, oversaw the sale and move of the Vancouver Stealth to rebrand as the Vancouver Warriors. He was a founder, operational partner, and CEO of the Philadelphia Union. Of course, mentioned he played professionally. I had to ask him if you could pick one career highlight, or was that even possible?
4: No, no chance. There are so many. The journey's been amazing. You know, the ground, the launch of Major League Soccer in 96, The uh, success that we had in Tampa, leading the league in attendance and being uh, one of the flagship teams in the league, um, that was great success. Then the groundbreaking in New York and getting Red Bull Arena in the ground, uh, that was a tremendous day. Um, Almost winning the, uh, well, we won the Eastern Conference Championship in New York. Um, That was exciting. And then going to Philly and breaking ground on another stadium in Philadelphia, bringing soccer to the Philadelphia marketplace, uh, bringing Major League Soccer to that city and leading that effort, building that stadium, founding the Philadelphia Union, um, revitalizing the NLL. You know, when I took it over (laughs) 30 league, that was nine teams going to seven. Um, It was just really, you know, we did triage there in the early days and today it's a 15 team league and on its way to 16 teams are really proud of that accomplishment so a lot of great moments Todd a lot of great moments. Todd Cast sporting guest visits
6: are powered by Capit Chilliwack providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck online at facebook.com slash Chilliwack by Milano Coffee bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world online at milanocoffee.ca and now listen to this on the Toddcast podcast
3: Darryl hers is well known in Canada's music industry for multiple reasons you've been going to his events for over a couple of decades if you remember and maybe went to any of the shows for Earth Hour a few years back. It was on five time zones, 140 venues, 140 bands. That was Daryl's handiwork. He worked freelance for Live Nation for over a decade, created and launched Indie Week Toronto, over 200 bands at that music festival. He's part of Riff, the Real Indie Film Fest. He has a hand in the IBF, which is the Indie Beer Fest. He's an owner of Indie 101, He's the managing director of downtown Canada, which represents Fuga, Song Trust, Downtown Music Services, AdRev, CD Baby. Where does this guy find the time? And when Daryl was a guest, we talked about starting up Indie Week, the difficulties of present day versus when they launched. He talked about binge-watching Nashville, Neil Diamond, and Olivia Newton-John came up. So did legalized marijuana. Seeing the Foo Fighters in concert, we talked about comic books, aliens visiting Earth, the music in his house as a kid growing up, and as a huge part of Canada's music scene, Daryl talked about the first bands to really grab a hold of him. Listen to this.
4: Uh, I listened to everything, you know? A real big one early was Cheap Trick.
3: Yeah, great uh, band.
4: Cheap Trick, Bay City Rollers. Wow.
3: S a t u uh, r d a y. Yeah, yeah. Well, they also had the Saturday
2: morning uh, show.
3: Oh, did they really? Oh, I don't remember that.
2: Yeah, they had a show every Saturday morning. And, and as a kid, I would watch anything that was uh, music, you know.
6: Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
7: We began.
3: songs from the veer union haven't we new music for those guys new music for the podcast it's called when the world awakens and you can find that on their new album called manifestations which is out oh pretty quick uh, april 8th no doubt you will see that one live they're playing at the roxy downtown vancouver in a couple of days march 31st maybe we'll see you there and then they're off on their big tour You heard Bend Sinister, B-E-N-D, Bend Sinister, and their song was Rock and Roll, and you can see them live April 21st at the Hollywood Theater in Vancouver in a really good show. Chase the Bear, Sleep Shake, and Ripple Illusion open up the night. The doors are at 7.30, show starts at 8.30, and it's only 20 bucks. Speaking of live music, find a small list of shows like those ones happening locally with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. If you're going to check one out or maybe you're playing a show, let us know about it. We'll post it up at the website. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40-plus years. That's big time. 40-plus years experience in the music industry. It's a great place to jam. Can find out more through MysticRhythms.ca. Okay, our final guest of episode 270 is actor Chad L. Coleman. This week's entertainment guest, brought to you by Sacred Meds, SacredMeds.com. The code Toddcast gives you 20% off till the end of the month. And this is the final podcast that they're sponsoring. They've decided to move along to other marketing options. Of course, a big thanks to Avi and the team there. They did 12 months sponsorship. Time flies when you're doing the monthly unboxings. So yeah, this week, we, you know Chad from so many good shows. Of course, he played Tyrese in one of the biggest TV shows of all time, The Walking Dead. The Wire, he was in that, played Cuddy. He was Zed in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was in The Green Hornet, Horrible Bosses. You'll see him in the remake of the 1977 uh, miniseries Roots. L- Lawrence Fishburne's in that one as well. That's out May 30th.
0: Well, you know, the blueprint is the words on the page. So that written word on the page should be our Bible, if you will. And uh, everyone should be listening to each other. And everyone's goal should not be, oh, how I'm going to come off so great in this scene. But how do we tell this story? So you run into problems when people are like showing off and want to you know, just, you know, chew up the scenery with how great of an actor they are. Right. And uh, the, so, but when you get actors completely listening and present with each other and honoring the story and you get a good director who can really sit back there and look through that square and, and see what's going down, you can get it anytime. It's probably easier than it is uh, for a basketball or football team. But you do know how much they practice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so I can't. You know, if we could get some good rehearsal time in, uh, which is a a premium. So I I would say that we have to come with our A game, our collaborative A game, right? Yeah. And when we do that, oh yeah, we can we can hit on some pretty amazing stuff. From I was just finished working on Girls Five ever. And uh, just uh, finished, I'm working on uh, three women for Showtime. And each one of these sets supremely A-game, present, listening, let's tell the story. And uh, I've been having a a great time. And that goes for all those shows that you named off. You know, it's um, people showing up with the intended goal to make the show the best it can be. And yes, we're going to bump heads. Yes, that's a part of the collaborative process. Yeah. Yes, you, you got to figure it out. Yes, the energy of another actor could possibly have, as you said, your synapses <laughs> jumping and you didn't expect it, you know what I mean? And So you have to breathe in, breathe out and, and continue to relax just relax into it and you know we do get take one take two take three take four, take five right so with that we got a good shot at it
3: that was a great talk the full chat with chad l coleman is now posted it's just over a half hour long you can see it you can hear it another one of those zoom chats on itunes spotify soundcloud youtube and we talked about a lot of stuff like the the fact that he spent four years in the army We talked about aliens and free will comic books came up. I mean, the kid's got chops, right? What a beauty, super chill. He's laid back. He's engaged in the conversation. He's a really good storyteller, which you'll hear plenty of in his new podcast. That's called the humble Hollywood podcast with Chad, which is launching next month.
0: Well, you know what? First and foremost, I always, this is going to be strange, but I always love the radio DJ, Kirby Carmichael, the rock and Jack, you know, yeah. Um and always wanted to be the broadcaster you know chad Colvin, c b s news reporting <laughs> <laughs> right. so I was fascinated with that fascinated with communications as well, acting as a form of communication too, so language and you know Shakespeare and things just language really loving language, and um the art of conversation man, a good conversation is incredibly nurturing, a great conversation can. Do wonders for divisiveness, ignorance, you know, uh, uh, fear. If you're willing to just open up and have that conversation, so we're trying to nurture the audience and just build more connectivity and get away from the divisiveness and um, and just have fun, have a good time talking to one another, especially during this time, the pandemic. You can't go here, there, and everywhere, so you can sit. And, and listen and be nurtured by good conversation and compelling human beings. And, and we can do it in a way that's kind, and we can do it in a way that's uplifting, and we can do it in a way that's fun. Because if I can you know, live, learn, laugh. Repeat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to jump on that Zoom call for the launch of Chad's podcast. be cool to see what goes down and how they... You know, execute it. It was a really good talk. I mean, we shared the story of his first concert experience, which was the Sugar Hill Gang. We talked about basketball and football, invisibility, curiosity, the Obamas. And I think regardless of the profession, it's nice to get backslaps and accolades from the people who paved the way. And when I asked Chad to talk about career highlights, you'll love his reply.
0: Yeah, uh, Broadway. I was on Broadway, and the President, uh, President Obama, and uh, the First Lady Michelle, they came to see the show. It was August Wilson, Joe Turner's Come and Gone. So that that's truly the the highlight for me. Everything else is an uh, incredible blessing. But you know, I came from the theater, and so to be able to do August Wilson's work on Broadway, and not only that, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Meryl Streep was with them, and uh, so the Secret Service snatched them up afterwards, and uh, Meryl came backstage, and I just saw this woman coming towards me, and then she just kissed me in the mouth, because she was crying, and she said, you're an amazing actor, and I said, oh, my God, and then that's when I was like, no, forget the president. You're the president of actors, so... <laughs> Thank you for that experience. And she was explaining that the Secret Service had to snatch them up and that they wanted to come backstage. So that was was the tops for me.
6: Toddcast Podcast Entertainment Guest Visits are powered by Sacred Meds, the best cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada. Available online at sacredmeds.com. Use promo code TODDCAST at checkout for 10% off everything in store.
1: Not for us. I know.
3: just something about that guy's music that I absolutely love. His name is Ivan Hartle and a fantastic song for him called Lovin' On You." Now, Ivan just played the Biltmore Cabaret in Vancouver just a few nights back on the 25th. This is part of the set the scene that they're doing here in Vancouver. He's deadly. If you get the chance to see him in person, right before COVID hit, he'd actually played at the Biltmore. I saw that. It was, you know, it's a cool room, right? It's laid back vibe. Ivan Hartle fits that room just right and I was hooked. But on a very nice, intimate night, I stuck around, in fact, afterwards to tell him just how good it was and introduce myself. Uh, Looking forward to next week, rate your Skype room creator. Jesse Berry is a guest.
2: In the beginning when everybody was, the offices were all closed. Um, And so uh, it was a Sunday, April 12th, and it was about at noon, and we were just randomly talking on the phone. And He said something like, oh, you should see so-and-so on MSNBC right now. They have laundry in the background. Can you believe it? That would be a six or something like that. And then he said, you know, maybe we should um, start a Twitter account and rate the rooms.
3: Joining Jesse Berry next week is Canadian rock band Deer Rouge and longtime Vancouver sports personality, Rick Dollywell. It's a big week.
6: Your best way to hit the slopes this winter is with the Cypress mountain sky card, visit cypressmountain.com for details.
3: And big love to Joffrey and Bobby and the team up at Cypress. They've hooked up the podcast with season passes for five years straight. We love riding there. Some still some really good conditions. Uh, We were up just over spring break a couple times. So if you're thinking of going, you might want to head up. Of course, want to give a big thanks to this week's guests as well before we wrap things up. Todd Kearns, you know, I don't know many Todds, but from the handful that I do know, you're my favorite. And it's not just because you rock like fuck. Thank you, dude, for the unprecedented fifth podcast visit for all your support over the years for retweeting uh, of my constant damn near incessant online marketing of the cheap thrill show that you did with us just before the pandemic I would say you retweet 99.3% of it Former NLL commissioner, now the chief business officer for the Arizona Coyotes, Nick Sakavich. Thank you so much for jumping on with us, especially on the day that you did. I mean, it's hockey trade deadline day. I can appreciate just how busy you'd be on that day. It's very cool to get some insight into your world and really thankful that you're open to coming on the, the podcast. I would say best of luck to you and the Coyotes, but, uh. Go Canucks, go. And actor Chad L. Coleman, same to you, my friend. Thank you for being a guest and can't wait for the podcast launch party. I'll pop by definitely online and and show some love there. And, you know, uh, without fanboying too much, it's cool to see that you were as cool as I hoped that you would be. Best of luck with that podcast, the humble Hollywood podcast with Chad. As we put an end to this podcast, episode 270, my name is Todd Hancock, Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please do tell your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Comment and rate that podcast as well. It helps out. Huge thanks to all of our amazing sponsors. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca if you'd like to sponsor the podcast you can for as little as 10 bucks a day contact info is at the homepage. maybe we'll have a beer have a coffee see what's up and if you help us find a sponsor as always we will give you a commission based on the ad buy so keep that in mind if you know a business that gets it social media is you know it's a little bit different but if they get it shoot them our way and we'll take it from there till next week don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself.
2: The Todd Cast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and bookmark toddhancock.ca. <laughs>